Broadcasting live, ladies live. and gentlemen, our very first live program. We're doing a remote broadcast from the Nullify Now Austin event. Check out nullifynow.com. We got a wonderful program lined up for you today. We're going to be chatting with a bunch of the uh, speakers here. We got Tom Woods, Deborah Medina, Michael Bolden, the founder of the Tenth Amendment Center, and of course, we got Jason Rink joined with me as always. Hey, John, love being here. It's crazy energy here. Oh yeah, hundreds of people. Coming out, learning what we can do at the state level to push back against the federal government, to push back against the encroachments of the federal government, and uh, the, how they overstep the constitutional boundaries that have been laid out for them all the time. It's an understatement. And, you know, we don't have to wait for Congress to wise up, or we don't have to wait for our congressmen in Washington to start to love freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, all we have to do is we have to engage on the local and state level and, uh, you know, apply the principles yeah. of nullification that Jefferson and Madison uh, mm-hmm. laid out there in the Kentucky and Virginia Resolutions yeah. of 1798. And for those listeners who aren't familiar with the Tenth Amendment, the Tenth Amendment, basically, number 10 of the Bill of Rights, it states that any powers that are not delegated to the federal government are left to the state governments and the people, respectively. Now, unfortunately, it seems like just about every single action Congress takes these days is not enumerated within the Constitution whatsoever, not even close to being enumerated in the Constitution. So there's this wonderful remedy, as you said, Thomas Jefferson utilized it back in 1798 in order to push back against the Alien and Sedition Acts. Uh, shortly after the Constitution was passed, you already had the Congress and the several states. They were engaging in a violation of the First Amendment. So they stood up and they said, you know what? doesn't matter what the federal government has to say. We have the authority as the states because we're the ones that entered into this compact voluntarily to go ahead and push back. And that's what this event is all about. There's a modern resurgence of the Tenth Amendment, of the tool of nullification. It's a very beautiful thing. And that's what these conferences are all about. Uh, the Foundation for Free Society, MyFreeSociety.com, is one of the primary sponsors of the Nullify Now conferences. They've been all across the country educating people about the Tenth Amendment. What do you think, Rick? you think we're making an impact? I think we are. I mean, we've got a lot of demographics here. We've got a lot of different people. This is not just a, you know, Tea Party conservative movement. Uh, You know, we've got uh, libertarians. We've got people uh, that are, you know, from the left, Uh, you know, people who are looking into this idea because, you know, these things affect the lives of people on a number of levels. Uh, it's not just uh, Republicans who are affected by big government. Democrats are affected by big, big government. Listen, listen, the bottom line is the citizens of the United States, we have to come together and push back against the state. Mm-hmm. We need to stop being divided amongst each other and yeah. say, look, this is about freedom for me, for my family, to self-direct my life, to do what I want to do, uh, to make a living as I see fit. And as long as we're not infringing upon the rights of other people, get the government yep, out. Yep. So we're going to go ahead and move on with our lineup of guests here. But first, before we do that, I want to thank the sponsors that made this live remote possible. Now, recall, the Live Free Austin radio show, we've already gone through about 23 episodes. This 24th episode, we're broadcasting live and direct to you. Next week, we'll be in the studio live on Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m., the 98.9 Big Talker Studios, and we'll be taking your phone calls. So we'll finally be able to see what the listeners actually think about this show. Do you love us? Do you hate us? We'll figure it out. We'll chat about 
about it. I know we got a lot of controversial stuff on this program, so we're interested in hearing from you, the listeners, next week. So be sure to tune in 2 to 3 p.m. next Saturday. But right now, I want to thank Texans for Accountable Government. TagTexas.org is the website. It's a transpartisan political action committee based out of Central Texas, and they fight for privacy and civil liberties here in the state. Check out TagTexas.org. They have a booth here at this particular event. It's a wonderful political action committee if you want to get involved. Also, we're going to be hearing from Deborah Medina here shortly. She is the founder of We Texans, WeTexans.com. They push for the Second Amendment, for private property rights, and for state sovereignty. They're very effective, and we want to thank them for making this transmission possible. Also, Brave New Books, one of our first sponsors here on the show. You can check out BraveNewBookstore.com. Tonight, they're actually having a show uh, a speaker, Andrew Wakefield, he is the uh, he's pushing back on the vaccines. He's a controversial figure. He's got a lot of information out there about vaccines and how actually they're turned out to be pretty bad for a lot of people. That's going to be That's, 7 p.m. I tonight. That. <laughs> well, the, the government FDA has approved them. Yeah, so wait what, a second. What's the problem? That's going to be 7 p.m. tonight, 1904 Guadalupe Street. If you're listening now, you can definitely check that out after the program later this evening. 1904 Guadalupe Street. They're going to be here to Andrew Wakefield, 7 p.m. Also, Brave New Books, I think, is the first store in the entire state of Texas that you can find Liberty Defined. That's Ron Paul's new book that goes over a multitude of freedom issues from A to Z and lays out the libertarian position, which, of course, is the most consistent position out there. And then finally, another consistency, they actually do accept silver. You can go in there with your silver coinage, with your silver dimes, as we've talked about on the show before. You'll be able to get your goods and services from Brave New Books with silver, of course, to protect you from the Federal Reserve notes, which are stealing your value. And finally, I want to thank the LibertyVoice.com. The LibertyVoice.com is a wonderful news aggregator. There's original content. There's a lot of great videos you can find there. If you want to check out news about freedom, about truth, about health, about foreign wars of aggression, you definitely want to check out the LibertyVoice.com. It's something that Jason and I am involved in, and this show is actually archived there, the LibertyVoice.com. Well, look. We've got a great guest sitting next to us today. It's Michael Bolden of oh my the 10th Amendment Center. He's so sexy. He is. He's quite attractive. <laughs> my glasses are more attractive, though. But, <laughs> Michael, we're glad to have you here in Austin, finally. Um, what's going on, man? What do you think about the event? You're, you kind of spearheaded this whole thing. This is your brainchild. This event's pretty cool because you guys are here broadcasting live. Well, Doesn't get better you. than that. <laughs> I got to do better than that. The reality is, is they don't want us doing this. But when you have hundreds of people doing this, we're gonna we're telling them we're gonna do it anyways. Uh, when Tom Woods wrote the book Nullification: How to Resist Federal Tyranny, we'll be hearing from Tom later. Century, by the way, he expected to get slandered by the media mm-hmm. because you know this is a, this is like the forbidden thing that we don't need no stinking permission from the federal government we can just exercise our rights whether they want us to or not That's right. he expected to get slammed the reality is he got ignored it doesn't matter it's not just ignored by the left he got ignored by Glenn Beck too and Glenn has had uh, had him on uh, talk about economic issues for full hours in the past so they just don't want to talk about this but no. what we're here doing is showing that there's a segment of the population that's willing to push this issue to put it out into the political conversation, into the political sphere, no matter what the establishment says. And whether we're in Austin, Texas, or in New Hampshire, or in Cincinnati, we're seeing hundreds of people showing up for this old but new principle yeah. of freedom. Freedom without permission from Washington, D.C. Yeah, definitely. And we know, you know, you said that first they ignore you, then they attack you. Uh, recently, the man, Rachel Maddow, we're big fans of the man, Rachel Maddow, on this program, she recently actually had a bone to pick with the Tenth Amendment's 
Center. Why don't you tell us what that's all about? Well, I mean, it was kind of uh, unprovoked, but just out of nowhere this, this past week, she spent 15 whole minutes telling the country, well, however many people are listening to MSC's NBC, that uh, if you believe in nullification, you believe in picking and choosing what laws to follow, or this crazy Tenth Amendment Center conservative group who's out pushing this this idea of nullifying Obamacare, the EPA, or federal drug laws, or whatever it may be, that you're a neo-confederate. Ah. You must support owning people based on the color of their skin. <laughs> so Now, you're, you're saying you, uh, the Tenth Amendment Center, that's the conservative group in California that you represent that started in 2006 in response to uh, the Bush administration and their yeah, well, constitutional actions? Is that the conservative group you're yeah, talking about? Yeah, well, the reality is, 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 is Maddow and MSNBC and the rest of the mainstream media, they're really not interested in reporting or doing journalism. What they're trying to do is put everybody in a box. The left hates the right, the right hates the left, the conservatives hate liberals and Vice versa, and as long as they keep us thinking that that average people hate each other for being having different v- political viewpoints, then they keep taking more and more power and money for themselves. So Maddow and her buddies and her General Electric funders, well, you know what? Then they're going to get more and more power for themselves and in Washington D.C. As long as they keep distracting us with fighting amongst ourselves, that's right. That's the the end result. Yeah, and I think that's the beauty of the Tenth Amendment Center. It's the consistency, which is something that we preach quite often here on the Live Free Austin radio show and that's it's not just about the unconstitutional obamacare that we need to nullify you guys were there on the cutting edge with uh, pushing back on stuff like the patriot act under george bush absolutely and we also talk about the successes that people have had the reality is is this is kind of a new message to people on the right they weren't really doing this it's the left that's actually been very successful, and I hope people who are good conservatives will actually learn from success. There are 15 states, my home state of California led the way, that have defied not only Congress but the Supreme Court with How medical marijuana. Yeah, yeah, you know, can you believe that? Well, if we could say we don't care what the Supreme Court says, we don't care what Congress says, we're going to exercise our rights no matter what, we could apply that message towards health care, towards in the environment, towards our gun rights, towards property rights, towards everything. If we take that attitude, we learn how the fact of the matter is that when enough people in enough states say no to, no to Washington, D.C., there's not much that D.C. can do about it. We can learn from the pot smokers because they've <laughs> actually been successful in rejecting D.C. and the black robe deities on the That's Supreme right. Court. Well, That's thanks, right. Michael, for joining us today. Thanks for uh, helping to put on this great event. TenthAmendmentCenter.com, NullifyNow.com is where you'll find out more information. Stick around. we got more great guests, Deborah Medina and Tom Woods. This is Live Free Austin. We'll be right back. Are you tired of big government treading on your liberty? Well, so are we. We're Brave New Books, the fiercest independent bookstore in Austin. Located a block south of UT Austin, Brave New Books not only carries the information you need to be ahead of the curve, but we also have water filters, storable food, and superfoods that help you put your health back into your own hands. Contact us at 480-2503 at bravenewbookstore.com or stop by at 1904 Guadalupe Street. 
Jason Rink and John Bush here to introduce you to a brand new sponsor of the Live Free Austin radio show, Enterfood. Yeah, Jason, Enterfood is a powder mix of various green superfoods which utilizes all natural and organic ingredients in order to provide you the boost of energy you need to make it through the day. That's right. With ingredients like organic spirulina, organic chlorella, and organic barley and wheatgrass, you're sure to catch a buzz on life after drinking this mix. Best of all, it's made with non-heated ingredients. It's gluten-free and caffeine-free, so you'll get the best of what nature has to offer. No funny genetically modified nonsense. So check out enterfood.com or call 1-866-762-9238 to learn more about this green superfood powder and also check out their other invigorating health mixes and coffees. That's right. Enterfood isn't the only thing in the Enter Health Botanicals lineup. You got to check out the organic coconut powder and organic skincare lines. Go ahead and give it a try. Call 1-866-762-9238 or visit enterfood.com today. And Tell them Live Free Austin sent you. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Live Free Austin radio show. You can check out livefreeaustinradio.com if you want to listen to some of our previous podcasts. We've been rocking and rolling and moving and grooving for quite some time. We have very uh, many shows underneath our belts with some very exciting guests with a lot of really great information that you guys need to get your hands on so you can uh, more easily navigate the political Waters. Once again, we're bringing you the news, views, and tools you can use to live a more free and prosperous life. We're broadcasting live remotely from the Nullify Now Austin event. You can check out nullifynow.com if you want to see what those events are all about. It's put on by the 10th Amendment Center. And right now we're joined by Deborah Medina of wetexans.com. WeTexans.com is actually one of the sponsors of this live remote, so we want to thank them very much for helping to make this possible. Again, this is the first live episode of Live Free Austin, folks, so definitely enjoy it. We'll be coming to you live again next week. We'll be taking your calls. But right now we want to chat with Deborah Medina. She's the founder of WeTexans.com. They push for an abolition of private uh, of the property tax, which will allow for genuine private property. They're also pushing for state sovereignty like this conference is and Second Amendment rights. Deborah, how are you today? I'm good. It's, it's always great to be at this event in particular, Liberty Activist from um, around Texas and beyond. I've met quite a few folks from out of state today, so really um, good to be here. Right on. So uh, you were actually, you ran for governor last time around, and something that I've noticed is all the media, and this is with anybody, my good friend Tracy Ward just ran for city council up in Kansas City, and she did not win the election. But a lot of people say that it's an unsuccessful race, which I totally disagree with. I think it's 100% successful that you're able to get out there, get the message out, grow a movement. And now you have WeTexans.com. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about WeTexans.com and what you guys have been doing since the uh, last gubernatorial election. One of the things that we saw in our campaign was this tremendous um, outpouring of support from people all across the state. I can't tell you how many times folks came up to me um, throughout the campaign with tears rolling down their face, grateful that someone had stepped into the gap and they felt like was working for them. And it's certainly a sentiment that I shared, um, having having been that person, feeling like I don't have an elected representative really working for uh, the values that our founders um, uh 
you know, edified in their lives and that they put down in our Constitution. And here was somebody who did that. And so I knew when, when we were receiving gifts from those people of financial support that they wanted somebody that was really going to fight for those ideas. And those weren't campaign ideas for me. They were ideas of public policy that are going to far outlive, you know, one political campaign. And so since we had some resources left at the end of the campaign, we looked at how we could use those and we could give them to somebody else or we could continue to fight for the very ideas for which those donations were made. And so we moved the campaign monies essentially over to this uh, nonprofit entity that is, in fact, working for private property ownership and on-state sovereignty issues. Um, and we, we have a lot of work to do in Austin, as I said, during the campaign. We continue to, to see that. Um, we are working on private property um, ownership. We, are, we, we did some work on the SB 18 eminent domain bill. We, are, we have uh, and are working very closely on a bill to eliminate property tax that I expect to get substantial study during the interim session. So um, I don't want folks to think exactly because we had one campaign where we where our candidate of choice maybe didn't uh, win, that, that it's, it was all for naught because we've seen some tremendous results. That's right. Yeah, it's not about it's not just about elections. You really got to dig down and participate. You can't just go to the ballot box every 2 to 4 years and think that your job is done. If we really want to take this country back and restore individual liberty and genuine private property, it's up to each and every one of us to participate. So, yeah, I strongly encourage people checking out wetexans.com. Y'all have a great breakdown of what's going down in the state house and how they can get involved to push back on those issues you were talking about. Well, and another thing too, Deborah, is that you are a regular person stepping up and, and jumping in there. I mean, you know, you're not some lifetime politician or anything like that. I mean, you are really of the people. You represent the people of Texas in a big way, I think. And, you know, I, I was on Facebook, you know, Facebook is where I get into a lot of interesting discussions, and and uh, you were mentioned to be at this event, and somebody said, oh, why do they have Deborah Medina coming out? They're kind of, I don't know, they, they weren't a fan, apparently. And, you know, I, I, I chimed in, I said, you know, Deborah Medina's got more class, guts, and integrity than Rick Perry has in one strand of his meticulously styled hair. You know, and that's the issue, is, is people are tired, I think, you know, yeah, did Rick Perry win the election? Well, you know, he's part of a political machine, and, and the people I think are getting tired of that. They're getting tired of the political machine, these these career politicians Rhinos. dictating from on high. And so you're a breath of fresh air. We hope you continue to do great work with We Texans. I think that um, we have the legislative body in the country, not just in Texas, but certainly we've seen it um, in the Texas House this session. Um, with a little bit different attitude than what we've seen in years past. They don't quite know what to make of this new politically active segment of their population, and they see that as a voting segment that is impacting elections. Boy, it's really obvious. Um, you say, I'm that average person. It's really obvious, the green thumb almost, that sore thumb that sticks out. When you walk around the Texas Capitol, it's very clear that there are very few of us. Mm-hmm. There are very few average citizens up there. Mm-hmm. There are lots of 
lobbyists, um, suits. Profess- suits walking around. And you can tell, can't you, John? I mean, you walk in the Capitol and you go, lobby, lobby, mm-hmm. lobby, lobby, normal person, lobby, <laughs> lobby, 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 average person. And average person is the guy who took a day off of work, lost revenue from probably an already economically depressed place, um, who's up there trying to get good government, lobbyists being paid to be there, drawing their regular salary. So we are having an effect. Um, your support of We Texans helps us to continue to be up there. Um, I, too, have to earn a living. And so if we have support, and as we've had support coming into We Texans, that allows me to, to walk those halls, and we've been doing a lot of that this yeah. session. So I thank you all for, for helping with yeah. that. And thank you so much for everything that you do. We really appreciate the work that you've done. And, again, listeners out there, if you haven't heard of We Texans, definitely check out wetexans.com, and you won't be disappointed. It's a wonderful organization, and it's got Deborah Medina behind it, a very big powerhouse uh, that's really making some waves. So, Deborah, we want to thank you for coming on and appreciate all you do. Thank you so much. All right, folks, now we're going to be joined by Heather Fazio. She is uh, one of the big activists in Texans for Accountable Government that's really pushing back. Uh, we're coming up on a break here in about three minutes or so, so we just wanted to chat with her briefly about what Texans for Accountable Government is all about. And, again, they're actually one of the sponsors of this particular conference uh, uh, and this particular remote broadcast of the Live Free Austin radio show. And uh, we have Heather here, Heather Fazio, another fine uh, lady of liberty that's really sticking it to the man, uh, much like Deborah Medina is. Heather how are you today? Great. Thanks for having me on. It's been a great conference so far. Really exciting. We're posted up right next to the Oath Keepers, which is really yeah. an honor because yeah. it's such a great organization with really a lot of honorable people. Definitely. So why don't you start by telling us what Texans for Accountable Government's all about, how long y'all have been around, and what your mission is. Yeah, Texans for Accountable Government's been around going on three years this uh, this summer. Um, we have uh, we kind of sprouted out of the Ron Paul movement, out of his run in 08. And after that, you know, we didn't want to just stop working for the movement, so we decided to form an organization. And ever since then, we've been rocking and rolling. And uh, we are, what we are is a transpartisan political action committee. We uh, like to transcend the party lines and focus on issues that bring the community together. Sometimes you can work with the, le- the quote-unquote left on something. Sometimes you can work with the right on others. And it's all about bringing the people together because most of the time it's the state versus the people. And so as soon as we can stop letting them divide and conquer us, we can actually fight back and make yeah. real changes here in Texas. I like it. Nicely put. Now, you guys are working on a couple bills this legislative session. Uh, why don't you tell us about those? Yeah, absolutely. We, there's a couple really great bills, actually. We have uh, a Fusion Center Reform Bill. It's HB 19... 19- 3219 3219 is the the bill number and what it is going to do is prevent the fusion centers we have seven of them here in texas from collecting non-criminal information um so you know the fusion centers which are multi-jurisdictional intelligence gathering hubs that fuse local federal and state law enforcement so we're going to put some handcuffs on them to make sure that they're not profiling political activists or people for their religious views or you know even military service Mm -hmm. they're they're profiling people for and you know that that's a it's a big national um, issue, but we're focusing here on the local level here mm-hmm. in Texas with the Texas legislature, where we actually have some power, where we can actually go down there and testify at these committee hearings and have an influence. Great, great. And what about uh, David Simpson, actually? He's one of the speakers here. He's a very big firehouse. I think he's the strongest representative in the entire state legislature. He's got a bill pushing back on the uh, Transportation Security Administration and their grope uh, pat-downs, which, of course, we broke a lot of stories on that whenever starting since they took uh, right. Jay Jason's soup. soup. That's what that's what got the it. whole thing going. Uh, what's that bill all about? Yeah. It passed out of committee, I heard. Yeah, there's two really great bills. Uh, 1938 will prevent body scanners from being used in Texas airports, and 
1937 just passed out of the Criminal Jurisprudence Committee, so it's on its way to the House for a vote, um, which is really great. It was because of a lot of great work from activists. We stayed there until 2 in the morning to testify to get this bill out. And the other day, we were there testifying against sobriety checkpoints until 1 in the morning. And uh, at that committee hearing, they voted to pass out 1937, so it's going to the House. It's great. Great. David Simpson's a good man. Yeah, well, we appreciate everything that you've been doing, Heather, and we appreciate the support of Texans for Accountable Government. We're coming up on a break, folks. We're here live from the conference of Nullify Now Austin. Check out nullifynow.com for more information. We'll be right back after this break. Broadcasting live from Nullify Now here in Austin, Texas. And we've been talking to Deborah Medina. We've been talking to Michael Bolden. We've been talking to Heather Fazio, a lot of great local and national activists when it comes to this issue of nullification, the Tenth Amendment, what the states can do to push back. And who we've got sitting next to us now is the person who officially has been on the show more than anybody else at this point. Ten yeah. percent of our shows, this man has appeared on our show. It's Thomas E. Woods, author of Meltdown, Rollback, and he actually wrote the book on nullification because he wrote the book called Nullification. Literally. So we've got Thomas Woods here. Tom, how are you doing today? I am great, guys. Glad to be here. Yeah. Yeah, well, we appreciate you coming to this conference. You've been speaking at a lot of the Nullify Now conferences and Man, I got to say, your speeches really get me fired up. And a lot of what I appreciate is the fact that, you know, a lot of these are conservative crowds, a lot of Tea Party folks, a lot of Patriot folk, but you bring the consistency of the philosophy of liberty to the to the table to point out like your latest book rollback that it's not necessarily barack obama that's the problem or george bush that's the problem rather there's some inherent problems with the institution that we keep seeing coming back and forth what do you think some of those problems are well first of all i'm glad you noticed that because what i'm trying to do is i think to myself i used to be like a lot of these kind of people you know i mean basically right of center and you know i knew i didn't like the democrats and there were some problems with the republicans but they were basically okay and you know, and so I mean, I was sitting in their shoes, and so I can I can relate to them and use language that appeals to them, but to sort of draw them into thinking more consistently. You know, not getting trapped in this bipartisan uh, hole. You know, black hole they've got mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. But basically, what I'm suggesting is really there is no incentive whatsoever for this institution to keep itself limited to the powers listed in the Constitution. I mean, you know, when you think about what this thing is, this federal government, and the powers that it's been given, I mean, it has the power to tax, which means that, you know, it can expropriate your property. It can initiate aggressive force against you. Uh, We are not allowed to, I mean, we can use defensive force, but Mm -hmm. we can't initiate, so they have a monopoly on that. Mm -hmm. These are very, very dangerous monopolies. And the idea that you could then turn around and wave a piece of paper in front of it and say, go limit yourself, it's just (laughs) unlikely. So so that's that's basically what I'm trying to argue, is that it's not so much that we've had corrupt people in power, Mm -hmm. although indeed we have, it's that... The system is such that it would turn almost all but the most heroic souls into corrupt – I don't know what kind of language I could use in this program, but just say <laughs> into pretty corrupt people. And, and, and then you combine that with the fact they have a, 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 
a, a Federal Reserve system, like a money printing machine. Mm-hmm. So normally, if you know, if they were borrowing and borrowing and borrowing, well, we would feel the results of that because interest rates would go up. We'd all feel the pain. The Federal Reserve takes away that pain. It's the enabler of the addict. So when you have all this, you have a money printing machine. You can you can expropriate from the people all you want. You can use force. You educate more people than any other institution. Well, I mean. You put that type of institution in the driver's seat, I don't care which candidate wins. Yeah. We all are going to get uh, looted and exploited. Yep, yep, yep. So, of course, the you know the modern idea of what a solution is is write your Congress critter. You know, yep. they're surely roll back the government. What's this whole new revolutionary? It's not a new idea, but it's resurfacing. Tell us a little bit about nullification because I don't think anybody puts it better than you do, Tom. Oh, thanks. Well, yeah, nullification is basically the idea that, you know, if a law is unconstitutional, then you just shouldn't enforce it because it's – it is. It's not like it's a bad law. It's. It's no law. It is nothing. Mm-hmm. So you're not even. You're not repealing anything. You're just. Just acknowledging that there's nothing to enforce here because it, if it's not constitutional, it doesn't rise to the level of a law. And this comes right out of Thomas Jefferson. And I show in the book Nullification that it, it comes from the Virginia Ratifiers. I mean, this is not some crazy thing that Jason Rink and John Bush and Tom Woods cooked up in the 21st century. The things the things we cook up are actually much more radical than this timid nullification idea. But the point is that Jefferson came up with this. He's not some doofus. And that's why, you know, when the left or even some of the right will criticize this idea, you notice they go out of their way not to mention Jefferson's name. Never. Never mention his name because then people might get ideas. They might say, well, all right, Keith Olbermann doesn't like it, but if Jefferson said it was okay, uh-huh. you know, this guy can go jump in a lake. They don't want people to know that. So that's what it is. It's it's the state as sort of the last resort mechanism saying, look, we created the federal government in the first place. We endowed it with the powers it has. The federal government is merely our agent. So, therefore, if it engages in a dangerous exercise of unauthorized power, in the last resort, after all the courts have heard it, after everything, in the last resort, obviously, by the very nature of things, the creators of the structure have to have their say, and the creators are the states. Well, and, and you bring up a, an interesting point. You know, when we go back to Jefferson and the writings of Madison and Jefferson with the Kentucky and Virginia resolutions of 1798, where they talked about nullification, you know, we're, when we go back there as our source and, and the Constitution, we're doing what Jefferson recommended was, hey, go back to the mindset and the intent of when we crafted these documents, rather than considering what the pundits of the 21st century, what their opinions are. No, why don't you go back and see what we said about it so you can understand what we meant when we wrote it. Exactly, exactly. I mean, really, frankly, I couldn't care less what George Stephanopoulos thinks about this idea. Yeah, he's not going to like it, and he's going to call it extreme or whatever. And, uh, you know, the the Chris Matthews of the world, the Bill O'Reilly's are going to call it extreme. What, who are they? They are pygmies compared to the people who originated these doctrines. And the fact is that these spokesmen for the establishment, okay, they don't like that we're thinking outside the box, but these are people whose ideas have given us, you know, entitlement programs that are in the whole by an amount that's twice the GDP of the entire world. Right. They, uh, you know, the, the, the mainstream is, the mainstream is is typified by the TSA sticking its hands in our pants. Right. You know, I, do, do I care that I'm defying those people? No, that actually makes it all the more fun to me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and we have we've had our experience with the TSA here on this radio program. I know you guys are doing heroic work on that. Sure, and that's another thing we could nullify. I say we just nullify the whole institution. While we're at it, we can nullify the Department of Homeland Security as well. But again, if people want to learn more about nullification, definitely check out Tom's book, uh, Nullification, by the title. And also, what's the website that they can go to? to 
get more info about Tom? Uh, TomWoods.com. There's a lot on nullification and other stuff there, TomWoods.com. And you haven't spoken yet. Uh, you're up here coming pretty soon, so we want to encourage people to check out the book, Nullification. Check out the latest book, Rollback. It's definitely uh, an eye-opener, and we appreciate the work that you've done. So thanks again, Tom. This is the third time you've come on. I know we don't have very much time here on the show. We're trying to roll through a lot of folks, but if, if the listeners want to go back and check out LiveFreeAustinRadio.com, LiveFreeAustinRadio.com, you'll find that last week we did a more in-depth interview with Tom Woods. It was great. But uh, we want to thank you for coming on, and thank you for all you do. Anytime, guys. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Okay, so before we go to a break, we're going to bring up Stuart Rhodes. He's the founder of OathKeepers.org. OathKeepers is basically an organization that's encouraging active-duty law enforcement and military, as well as veterans, to recommit themselves to their constitutional oath to the United States Constitution, to the Bill of Rights. So, Stuart, thank you so much for joining us. How are you today? Doing good. Great, great. We've got about three minutes. Maybe real briefly you could talk about uh, why you're supporting the Nullify Now conferences. Well, it, it fits hand in glove with what we're doing with Oath Keepers. Our focus is on getting to the current three military and also veterans and police officers to defend the Constitution. And a core part of the Constitution is the separation of powers between the states and the federal government, not simply between the different branches of the, of the federal government. And, of course, the Tenth Amendment is part of the Constitution. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to defend the Constitution, we do believe that, as the Tenth Amendment Center also says, that uh, state nullification and state interposition is the constitutional remedy to a runaway federal government. Okay. When did Oath Keepers start? We started in 2009. Our what? official start date was April 19, 2009. So that's two right. years, three days from now. And what, you are at Lexington and Concord? That's right, right, Lexington that's, Green. That's excellent. What, uh, you know, how have you grown in the past two years? I know that you guys have been attacked quite a bit from the establishment because, you know, unfortunately, getting people to recommit themselves to the Constitution seems like a revolutionary idea. How is everything being accepted out in the mainstream? Well, among the rank-and-file police, um, including federal officers, and among the military, it's been well-received. Mm-hmm. I mean, they understand that, that this is this is their obligation. Um, well, not all of them do. That's what I remind them. But quite a few of them do understand their obligation, and they appreciate what we're doing and, and are in agreement. And as you said, only, only the political elites who would like to subvert and destroy the Constitution have a problem with someone actually defending it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's too bad. So we're coming up on a break here shortly. Oathkeepers.org is the website. We're going to hold Stuart over and chat with him a couple more questions on the other side of this break. Then we're going to give you a little bit of too much government news brought to you by enerfood.com, E-N-E-R food.com. And to end the show, we're actually going to be joined by Kevin Gutzman. He's a historian that's really been doing a lot of the research and paving a lot of the way for a lot of these great supporters of the Tenth Amendment that we find here. So we're coming up on a break, folks. Again, this is Live Free Austin Radio. You can check out Live freeaustinradio.com if you want to find more information about our program. We also have all the old podcasts there. And again, I want to thank Texans for Accountable Government, wetexans.com, bravenewbookstore.com, and thelibertyvoice.com for making this possible, this remote live broadcast. This is Jason Rink, John Bush, livefreeaustinradio.com. We'll be right back on the other side of this break. Attention Big Talker listeners. Want to get the real information on the agenda behind the Obama administration's policies? Brave New Books, Austin's own fiercely independent bookstore, has the resources you need to understand the Federal Reserve, international banking, and the forces behind President Obama. Brave New Books is located a block south of UT at 1904 Guadalupe Street. Contact us at 480-2503 or at bravenewbookstore.com. 
Jason Rink and John Bush here to introduce you to a brand new sponsor of the Live Free Austin radio show, Enterfood. Yeah, Jason, Enterfood is a powder mix of various green superfoods which utilizes all natural and organic ingredients in order to provide you the boost of energy you need to make it through the day. That's right. With ingredients like organic spirulina, organic chlorella, and organic barley and wheatgrass, you're sure to catch a buzz on life after drinking this mix. Best of all, it's made with non-heated ingredients. It's gluten-free and caffeine-free, so you'll get the best of what nature has to offer. No funny genetically modified nonsense. So check out enterfood.com or call 1-866-762-9238 to learn more about this green superfood powder and also check out their other invigorating health mixes and coffees. That's right. Enterfood isn't the only thing in the Enter Health Botanicals lineup. You got to check out the organic coconut powder and organic skincare lines. Go ahead and give it a try. Call 1-866-762-9238 or visit enterfood.com today. And tell them Live Free Austin sent you. Welcome back. Jason Rink and John Bush, Live Free Austin, livefreeaustinradio.com, live broadcast from Nullify Now here in Austin. We've got Stuart Rhodes with Oath Keepers, and, uh, you know, wow, novel idea, getting law enforcement and people who've taken an oath to the Constitution to say, well, we'll uphold that. So <laughs> that's what they're doing. What is Operation Sleeping Giant? What that is is a focus on the veterans. All of us veterans have a duty to also defend the Constitution in keeping with our oath. We want to wake them up to their responsibilities and get them focused on rebuilding strong communities and strong sovereign states, restoring the republic from the bottom up. That's and folks great. can go to OperationSleepingGiant.com uh, to learn more about that. Well, right. and I think that's great. I mean, we really need our law enforcement and veterans to get involved and get active. They have a huge amount of respect in our nation and in communities. And if they stand up and say, look, the Constitution is what we gave our oath to and we're going to stand it for it and defend it, I think people are going to follow them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's the whole point is to get them to take the leadership role in their communities to simply do what's right and what they swore to do. That's great. Well, yeah. thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. I know you got to get in there and speak. So again, Stuart Rhodes, Oath Keepers, check out what they're doing at OathKeepers.com or .org? .org. Okay, fantastic. OathKeepers.org. Thanks Thanks a lot, Stuart. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for all you do. We really do appreciate it for sure. He's going to be speaking up. uh, Actually, right now he's got to get going. And right now we're going to bring to you, of course, Too Much Government News. Yeah. So the Too Much Government News for today, as always, this uh, particular segment, it's going to be a weekly recurring segment. We're bringing it back, and it's brought to you by... By Enterfood, the folks at Enterfood.com, Enter Health Botanicals. It's basically uh, Enterfood, their particular product. There's a bunch of them. They got coffees, they got skincare products, they got all sorts of natural health products. This Enterfood.com is a powder, powder supplement. It's super green food, orga- organic spirulina, organic chlorella. All you got to do is put a couple scoops in your drink, your juice, whatever. Drink it in the morning. It definitely gives you quite the boost. I drink it personally around two or three o'clock whenever I'm starting to get into that little hole, so I can make it through the day and i gotta tell you i get a little i get uh, all pumped up all excited and it actually makes you feel good like literally it doesn't give you energy it does give you energy but it also makes you feel good well, about you know, your day yeah you got to get away from those false stimulants like coffee and all the other things mm-hmm. that we go through Cocaine. that you have yeah right exactly <laughs> no we're live no but seriously uh so enterfood.com check them out we got a 10 percent off uh coupon up on our website right now at livefreeaustinradio.com yeah. uh too much government news i wanted to bring this up today 
The largest ga- online gambling websites have just been shut down by the feds. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, three largest online poker sites indicted and shut down by the FBI. I just started looking at this as Poker Stars, Full, full Tilt Poker, and Absolute Poker. And, you know, I used to watch and still sometimes do watch the uh, uh, the poker show World on Series TV. Of poker. World Series of Poker. Uh-huh. And, you know, uh, they got all the... Uh, all the guys got the uh, sponsors on their hats and shirts and whatnot, and I thought, does this mean that we're not going to see these shows anymore because oh, they just boy. lost their sponsors? There you go. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, I, it, apparently the feds believe that these online poker companies are, you know, laundering money, and there's a lot of shenanigans going on, and so they had to shut it down. Uh, invariably, individuals have lost their money. They've been seized by the feds here, and mm. I guess the, the, the real question I have, John, is, you know, it seems like gambling – has, is this sort of monopoly that the the state governments typically have when they run their lotteries, you know, mm-hmm. and that's all for the kids, right? So, yeah. so that way they can do that. Education. And then we've got, you know, certain states that, that haven't whatnot. But I just am kind of like, what's the big deal with online gambling and why are the feds coming in and, and jacking all this up? And, and I just, it just seems like there's some shenanigans going on here right now. I mean, why can't we as free people... Uh, engage in this kind of activity sure. online. I'll tell you why. If we let people start gambling online before you know it, Al-Qaeda is going to take over the entire country. <laughs> if you gamble online, you might as well sign up, go to a Afghanistan terrorist training camp. I used to actually do PokerStars.com, and does that make me a criminal now? I, mean, I, I don't know. You're going to have to check the status of your account, though. I don't think you can get your money out of there. This is one of those issues. We talked about consistency earlier, and I think a lot of these, uh, the ban on gambling a lot of times is driven by conservatives. And it's unfortunate. The way that it's inconsistent is, you know, the conservative mantra is the proper role of government is to protect life, liberty, and property, period. That's where it is. It's not the proper role of government to impart your particular moral view upon other individuals. So, well, again, yeah, it's, it's just the monopoly. Once again, and the state wants to take its money. The government's job isn't to protect us from ourselves. Invariably, that's what it, it usually is. Mm-hmm. And the funny part is, is in most states, uh, it's the gov- you know, the governments are handing out ATM cards that people use in legal gambling casinos with their welfare money. It's it's very bizarre. The whole thing is crazy. Yep. So we just say, look, get the government out. Let the free market reign. We, we believe that about online poker as well. And, right. and, and that might make some of you mad, but you can call in next week and take it up with us there on our go. live show. So uh, that's too much government news. Way too much government. Yeah, it is. Uh, what we've got today, though, is we've got another great speaker and author here, uh, Kevin Goodsman. He's a, a constitutional expert. He wrote The Politically Incorrect Guide to the Constitution. Uh, he co-wrote, I believe, Who Killed the Constitution with Thomas E. Woods. And so he's going to give us some of his thoughts about the Constitution and nullification where he lands on the issue. And, Kevin, thanks for joining us today. I'm very glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely. Maybe you could start by telling us. Obviously, you have a wonderful understanding of the Constitution. How far, really, have we drifted in modern-day America from the original founding principles? Oh, boy. Well, of course, the three main principles that were supposed to underlie the Constitution were were federalism, which is to say decentralization, Mm -hmm. republicanism, the idea that most significant government decisions would be made by elected officials, Mm -hmm. and limited government. And what we have increasingly is a situation in which Congress can legislate on any question it likes. In fact, Representative Clyburn, recently the the caucus chairman of the House uh, majority, said, you know, most of the things we do here don't have anything to do with the Constitution. Uh, And he just said that as a matter of fact. But this is, of course, in the wake of then-Speaker Nancy Pelosi 
being asked what in the Constitution justified uh, President Obama's proposed health care reforms, and her response was laughing. You've got to be kidding. Jeez. Laughing. Right. Yeah, that was um, Fortney Pete Stark, who was a, also a chairman, a House chairman at the time, um, famously at a town hall meeting last year was asked uh, what justified Obama's health care reforms, and he said, you know, in general now, under the Constitution, Congress can do anything it wants to oh, do. Right. Boy, so, serious. so this idea of federalism is essentially a, a lost, a lost notion. In fact, when I uh, finished my law degree at the University of Texas Law School in 1990, I did what you have to do to become a lawyer, which is take a bar review course and learn what you didn't actually learn about being a lawyer in law school. (laughs) And you do that before you take the bar exam. And and when the woman who was teaching the course got to the part where she talked about the interstate uh, portion of the exam, that is the the multiple choice section of the bar exam, she, uh, she said, now, one thing to remember when you get to the multiple choice section is anytime you're offered the option of the Tenth Amendment, you know that is wrong. That is never the right answer. <laughs> oh, boy. And in case your listeners don't know, the Tenth Amendment is the one that says that, that any powers that aren't delegated by the Constitution to the federal government or denied by it to the states are reserved to the states, respectively, or to the people. Her point was that is never the right answer. And, and she wasn't advocating that as a position. She was just telling you, look, be ready. If you're given this option, that's never true. And, of course, at the time, she laughed. And at the time, as Pelosi laughed, and at right. the time, that was absolutely true. And then, of course, the, the second of those principles was republicanism, the idea that significant decisions should be made by elected officials. Well, mm-hmm. what we've come to have over time is uh, a situation in which virtually every significant political question that has to do with social policy ends up being decided by a federal judge. Mm-hmm. So that's the opposite of republicanism. Right. You know? And, of course, the limited government, well, I don't even know what $3.7 trillion means. Right. <laughs> you know? Is that a limited idea? Right. Uh, so effectively, we've come to have the opposite principles. Right. We've come to have a highly centralized and an increasingly centralized regime of absolutely unlimited government in which people in high office laugh at the idea of limitation and in which federal unelected officials who are completely unaccountable, whether they're judges or bureaucrats, make a large portion of the important decisions. It's it's. I, I think the only remaining function that the Constitution serves is it's kind of a totem. You, when you enter into public office, you bow to it, right. you promise you're going to love it, and then that's the last thing, last time you ever think of it. Well, and and that's the thing, you know, I think uh, using stronger language than I'll use, George Bush famously said the Constitution is just a gosh darn piece of paper. And the question right, is... It's bipartisan, is, in other words. All those people I named, uh, yeah. Stark... Uh, Pelosi and so on; those are Democrats. But I didn't mean to imply that it was only the Democrats. Yeah, no. And 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 the what I what I'm getting to is, you know, is it? I mean, is it just a bludgeon now where we can just sort of say, you know, you're supposed to be following this, but we can't really expect that we're ever really going to recover the Constitution? I mean, is it dead? You said who killed the Constitution? Is it dead? Well, at the moment, it's uh, it's ignored by people in both parties. Yeah. So to the extent that it, that. If it were alive, it would have some effect. Right. I'd say it is dead. It's it's an unwelcome house guest they wish would kind of leave, right? Do you think nullification <laughs> could potentially revive it? I think nullification is the Jeffersonian remedy to uh, runaway government. Mm-hmm. And, of course, 
Jefferson and Madison thought so, and uh, at the founding of the of the Constitution, at the founding of our current federal system, um, it was widely accepted that if Congress did something or purported to do something that was beyond the powers that w- had been delegated, that that was just without effect. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was not up to the state governments to do anything to make it ineffectual. It just didn't have any effect. Right. So they had a dispute actually in the Virginia legislature when they considered adopting uh, resolutions about nullification, and some people said, well, we, sh- we should intervene. And, and others said, no, we don't have to intervene. If Congress says it's doing something it doesn't have power to do, we just ignore it. That's what we do because right. it's not law if it's not constitutional. Yep, yep. Well, nicely put. And being a historian, we have the opportunity to make history today. I know that the Virginia and Kentucky resolutions kind of went down the memory hole, but it's up to everybody that's listening to this. It's up to everybody that's here. It's up to Kevin Gutzman, John Bush, Jason Rink, Thomas Woods, Michael Bolden, Heather Fazio, Deborah Medina. It's us. To, it's up to all of us to step it up, kick it up a notch, so we ensure that the activities, the patriotism that we're going through today doesn't go down the memory hole, because of course, to the victors, you know, go the, go the spoils of war, goes history as well. And that's exactly why we're doing this radio program, the Live Free Austin radio show. Uh, we're glad that we're going live now, and this has been a wonderful program. Kevin, thank you so much for coming on. Do you have any websites or anything like that people can check out? Yes, KevinGutzman.com. That's Kevin, G-U-T-Z-M-A-N.com. All right. We appreciate you. We appreciate all your work. Thanks. Glad to be here. Well, what do you think, Rink? Well, I think we have jammed in a record number of guests. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think we need to go to two hours. There you go. But, uh, you know, we'll just go live starting now. And then, uh, you know, you can uh, send your emails to the big talker demanding that uh, you get more Live Free Austin. We'll see how that works. But, uh, but anyway, this has been Jason Rink and John Bush. And we are just bringing you the news, views, and tools you can use to live a more free and prosperous life. Join us next week where we're live. We're going to be taking your calls. And this is Live Free Austin, encouraging you to live free. Free Austin. Austin.